Hi, and welcome to Hammer's Hacks, brought to you by Gold Tip Arrows and V-Singer Stabilizers. I'm your host, Tim Gillingham, and on each episode, I'll give you a simple tip, something that you probably didn't even consider that will help you become a better archer in bow hunting. Okay, so one of the big things that I've seen over the years is people don't pay enough attention to broadhead alignment. Now, there's a video we do on our Gold Tip YouTube channel called Broadhead Alignment. Um, it's very critical... A lot of people just screw a broadhead on like this, uh, this is a Grim Reaper Hades. They just screw the broadhead on and one spin straight, you know, and they'll do this or, you know, I like to spin them on my finger because I can really feel it. But you can see that that broadhead is pretty wobbly. Um, but a lot of times that wobble comes from, let me put this up here, is a lot of this play between the ferrule and the broadhead, okay? It can be a lot of different things. We're mating a lot of parts there together. And so if you'll notice what I do is I use a spinner like this. Uh, Pine Ridge makes an inexpensive, you know, one. But you can take something like, I always use a paint can. In fact, let me go grab, well, I'll just use this cup, you know, for reference. But I usually use a paint can that's got a bunch of writing and stuff on it. And I'll put that point up against something, okay? Because that really tells you if that point is making a loop or is it perfectly in the same place? And so what we do is we simply go to the low side of that spin or that loop, and we can just take that broadhead and just put some pressure on it, you know? And you're just simply moving that broadhead around in that insert. And so we can use that technique and it's covered in the video. It doesn't matter whether you're using a broadhead like this, you know, this thorn. Now this is a glue-in model thorn. So the way I achieve Nothing's perfect, right? Nothing's perfectly round. Nothing has zero tolerances, zero, 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 you know? So in order to, to get really maximum accuracy, especially at higher speeds, you really got to have concentric stuff. And this is especially true, we're seeing with some of the crossbow stuff uh, where they're pushing speeds of 500 feet per second, man. If you've got any wobble at all, that thing's taken off, right? And, and compound bows are kind of incremental in that. It's one of the reasons we try not to shoot fixed blades past about 290 foot a second because it just makes things more critical, right? Um, but it, with this glue install head, what I simply do is I'll just, I hot melt glue it in and I'll rotate. And anytime you have the ability to hot melt your inserts in, a lot of times, even with fixed blades and stuff, I will use like a gold tip back weight system to lengthen my insert, or maybe I'll use our 50 grain insert that's a little bit longer. So it gives me more glue surface area to be able to use hot melt because that's reversible. I can rotate it. If, if I want to rotate my, you know, if I want to, if I want to rotate every one of these six plays exactly the same, I can. I don't think that matters a heck of a lot, frankly. Um, but I just simply rotate that broadhead until the barrel spins perfectly straight. And it'll, it's a very simple process. Um, I, I seen a guy in camp one time with a, uh, from Grim Reapers, and I took his arrow and spun it, and I'm like, "Holy crap, that thing's crooked!" And he's like, "Well, it's a mechanical. You don't have to, you don't have to do all that." I'm like, "Well, yes, you do. You know, and if you want to be accurate at distance, you you better figure that out." So, um, everything's got tolerances built into it, whether it's straightness, whether it's you know, an arrow doesn't have to be zero 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 to be able to you know, drive tax, but you want that point in the center of axis rotation. So, you know, it's going to spin the truest, you know, in its flight, and it's not going to be just wobbling like this and, and catching, you know, creating a larger planing surface area. So 
Um, again, the video broadhead alignment, you can get on there and see kind of some of the stuff that I do directly. Uh, it should be on our Gold Tips YouTube channel or just search Tim Gillingham broadhead alignment. I'm sure you'll find one or two or five videos on the subject, but uh, that's very critical. Um, I find with fixed blades, four fletch patterns a little bit better. We covered that in the previous, you know, hammers hack. So um, be aware of that. You know, broadheads don't fly like field points. Broadheads don't tune like field points. If I take this particular, so you look at the difference here on these two arrows, you know, the field points that long and the broadheads that long, right? Do you really think that if you cut two arrows that are inch and a quarter different length, they're going to tune the same? Not even close. And if you follow some of my tuning series, a left hair equals a right broadhead, or even a right field point. It just shows up less because it doesn't have as much steering surface area. So you want to try to use broadhead systems that you can tune with. You know, the thorn systems, one of the reasons I like it so much is they come with a, a little plastic, you know, collar that goes behind the point. So if I'm up at Kodiak Island, got to recite my bow in. I put that collar in and they have a heavy durometer pin so that broadhead will not open. So that I, when I pull that arrow out of the quiver on an animal, I know I'm, I'm not gonna get any surprises. You know, I'm uh, thinking about shooting this particular head here this year. So Bear made some old points called a match point. And I put a post up yesterday trying to find, I've got a few of them, but I'm trying to find a few more. Um, I have a feeling that they will fly and tune almost exactly the same as this particular head because they both have a cone tip on them. So if I can, if I can achieve that, then I make my practice system a lot more, you know, easy to achieve. I can do my paper tuning. If you look behind me here, I, I run probably 5,000 arrows a year through paper. Paper's the Holy grail. You know, I mean, Every time you change anything on your setup, I just changed the let off on my hunting bow, right? So I went from the performance side of the module to the comfort side. I decided, okay, I'm just going to pull two or three more pounds to get the same speed, but I'm going to do it on the comfort side of the can because it's smoother, right? And by doing that, I'm going to have to go back in and retune all my hunting arrows because dynamically they're going to react differently, okay? And that's very critical. So don't take anything for granted. Uh, paper tells no lies. Do your paper tuning at five yards. And one thing that you have to understand is that broadheads are always going to steer opposite of the paper tear. So if you have three arrows and two of them are shooting a bullet hole and one shooting a left tear, that one that's shooting a left tear is going to shoot a right broadhead. And it's even going to be worse if those broadheads are not spinning perfectly true. So one, one quick question. Do you do when you glue in the insert? How much importance has the insert and how you glue it and how you, for the alignment of that broadhead? Depends who built the insert. Okay. okay. When I first started working for Gold Tip, um, Marvin had the insert design where the portion of the insert that was closest to the, uh, the broadhead was true to the idea of the shaft. And I thought, I told him, and the back was tapered because it went in just a very, very slight taper. And his idea was that the glue would make up the difference, right? And it would center itself. But I, I found that not to be true. And so I talked him into building a centering ring on the insert on the rear and in the front. So it just makes sense. If you got, you know, this distance 
inside the shaft that has the same diameter, it's going to true up. So the gold tip inserts are a little different because we put flats and rings on them. So that's designed to use a cyanoacrylate, like a super glue. You know, if you're in a bow, any bow shop in the United States, you know, a week before bow season, you don't want headaches. It's just boom, 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 boom. You know, a lot of bow hunters just don't put enough time and effort and preparation in. And, you know, so these shops are just cranking guys out. Now, I find that the shorter you go with your broadhead, the easier time you have of it. Um, it is nice if you can spin that broadhead because there's, you know, what I typically do, if I can spin that insert, I'll screw that broadhead and I'll spin that insert till I find the spot that's the best. If I have that option, then I'll go to pressing the broadhead around. You know, I even, you know, I've even bet some of these, right? I've even bet some of these gluing models. I'll put them back on the spinner and bend them back perfectly straight by using the same process. So um, it depends on the broadhead manufacturer, okay? You know, the insert, inside diameter of a typical insert is 0.206, right? I've seen broadhead manufacturers make their ferrule diameters as low as 0.197. So that's a pretty big variance, okay? If you have a 203 ferrule, like a lot of, say, your Rage, Kill Zones, I think these thorns are somewhere around there, then you have very little clearance around the broadhead ferrule and the insert. And some of these uh, ferrules of the in, in, that go into the insert are actually, you know, cut away to cut weight, right? So you only have two points. So, that, you know, the more tighter that tolerance is, the better... And the easier it is going to be for you to get your broadheads and stuff to spin straight is, is what I'm trying to say. So, but again, I will take, I really like our fact weight system a lot of times because I can, I can add a 10 grain weight to it, which doesn't add much weight to it, two or three foot a second, but it gives me, you know, that much more surface area to use hot melt glue. Okay. Okay. So I don't lose my broadheads in my, in my target, you know, the type of broadhead target that you use, um, has a lot to do whether you know you're going to have a lot of force to to pull that broadhead back out and possibly you know pull your broadhead out in your target. So you got to be, you know, you got to be a, a student of the game, right? You think yeah. everything everything I've learned has been the hard way. You think I have never lost a broadhead in a target? Absolutely, I have. I revamp my strategies and my processes all the time based on failure. Okay, so. That's the best way to learn. Hey, before you go, there's some great ways to keep getting even more info and tips. Subscribe to Gold Tip Archery Ops podcast to hear my conversation with top experts in archery and bow hunting. You can also check out Gold Tip on Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. And always start tough and stay true out there.